0: what's up everyone welcome back to 614 headsets special episodes a nice little coaches cookout and I think one of the coolest things is when you get that many coaches together and you bring in all those years of experience probably over a hundred years when you start looking around the table and everybody there is all the stories that come out from And so this special episode is going to be one of three that we're going to publish at some point in time where we just put out those little small conversations we had that evening and just remember Tom Brady said it best football is Unconditional love, and this episode's about that. Before we get started, I just want to make sure we mention the sponsor of our show, Fundraising University. Fundraising University of Ohio offers a variety of fundraising efforts that helps football teams run profitable, effective, and fast-paced fundraisers designed to raise the most money in the shortest amount of time to reach our fundraising goals. Fundraising University of Ohio is locally owned, operated, and with their six-step blitz system will help your team maximize profits. As a current coach himself, Brent Maxwell with Fundraising University will sit down and help you pick, plan, strategize, and execute your fundraiser that will allow you as a coach to focus on your practice time, prep time, player development, and personal time. Fundraising University, however, offers 60-minute donation platforms where you'll have your money in eight days, digital and hard discount cards where they'll put in the work for you, and their popcorn sale, among many others. If you're interested in them running a fundraiser view, please contact Brent Maxwell at bmaxwell. At fundraising the letter u.net or 740 501 8946 to learn how you can get started with fundraising. And Brent is still looking for some teams to partner with this season. So make sure you give him a shout out and look into him. He's one of the best you could do. Enjoy the episode. All right. Perfect night to talk some football as we're all sitting around here, coaches, cookout, getting ready to start the season. And just all these topics come up about football, I man. That's just all we would go back to. And so I thought a really cool topic would be to talk about your most memorable game as a player, as a coach. Now, you guys can It's cool. Go ahead. Do your thing. You might hear some background noise. That's cool. That's going to add the ambience of what's going on in here. <laughs> Donovan, talk to us, the young buck. He's probably going to take it as a player.
1: Yeah, the coach one was a little hard. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Tell us about your most memorable game.
1: As a player, it was, I had a few I was thinking of, but I look back to 2019, my, I guess, junior year, but fourth year, really. I'll let that airplane pass real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the airplane pass. I guess junior year, but fourth year at Miami was in 2019, we went to our conference championship and it was a year it was memorable, not because of anything crazy in the game or, or anything like that, but we got to play Iowa that year. Great game. Got but we got blown out by Ohio State there. Got blown up by Cincinnati that year. Got blown out the week before the conference championship game. And that game in December against Central Michigan was just the culmination of everything from our moment getting there as freshmen, of going to a bowl game and losing to an SEC team, and then not making a bowl game the next year, and then 2018 missing one. And then finally, you get back there in conference championship time. And so game was back and forth, but it just felt like everything was coming together as a team there. And and then to win a conference championship, I think, is memorable in itself. But that's the one, I think, where, and it was right before COVID, too. Right before COVID, so it was the last normal kind of game for all of us there, if you coming back that for 2020 but i'd say that conference championship game against central michigan in december for me is that, is that the last
0: conference championship
1: that my won? won uh-huh and how long ahead has it been before that that you guys won it the one before that i want to say was 20 i want to say 2011 2010 2011 so it was whatever year they played ohio state like that maybe 2012 that like first urban meyer year with braxton miller as a freshman maybe sophomore, whatever year that was. They played them that year. That was the last conference championship for Miami. And so it had been maybe even longer than that. It might have been a decade. It had been about a decade. And so that was the first one back, first one for our head coach, second time going to a bowl game for him that season. That one for me as a player w- was pretty crazy. Going up against the what's his name, played for, or was it coach for Florida, Jim McEl, Jim McAway? Yeah. is his name? Yeah, yeah, He was the head coach, still is, I think, for Central Michigan. And so that He's game, seen- yeah. How about last year in your first year coaching is your most memorable game? I want to say all oh, the regional championship or pick central games, but I think I have to say the first game, like Mason. Like being – like scrimmage is – it was wild being in practice the first time as a former player for Gahanna and then coaching and then scrimmage, like the first kind of game day the atmosphere. But then Mason, week one – Was like, okay, like you're doing this. Like you're, this isn't a scrimmage. This isn't practice. Like you're doing this now. You get this massive adrenaline moment where it's real. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you think about it too, I don't know how it
0: is elsewhere, but especially around here in Columbus, the first couple weeks, it is just absolutely stacked with people, right? Like it's sold out. The crowds are going crazy.
1: The stadium was closing out. It was closing out, so there's
0: a massive crowd. And I just remember being, when I was a young coach too, that moment where you just press pause and you feel all the environment and, oh, my gosh, this is real. This is big time. Football. The
1: craziest piece of it I don't even think was going out of the tunnel of the team. It wasn't like the kickoff. It wasn't like the crowd. The craziest moment was right after the first drive and all the O-linemen come back out and they're looking at you like, all right, what do you got for us? And you're like, oh, that's right. This is real. Like, I'm their coach. They're waiting for me to tell them what I just saw or what they need to improve on or what I did well, and it's, that's the moment right there. That was regional championship or whatever other games were crazy but that moment right there where like isaac or jake or whoever else is looking at me like all right what what do you got for me that was like just i don't it's not a feeling i could replicate it's not a feeling that i could replicate from any other experience i love it coach davis man welcome first time on yes sir thanks for having me thanks for having me coach
2: davis E. davis but my most memorable time, most memorable game, unfortunately, is a loss yeah. down at Florida Tech, played Division II, Golf South Conference, playing against our rivals, West Florida. We was coming in, it was a rivalry game. That was a, probably our biggest rivalry game. It, we were only two D2 schools in Florida at the time, so it was a big game. A lot of guys played against each other already in the state, so it was a lot of momentum going into that game. We was coming in, we entered that game 4-1, and one. They entered that game, I believe 5 and 0. So it was a big game. It was a lot going on, but I feel like that was my best game ever. Just to, just start the game off, it was 7-7 first quarter. No big plays truly. No true big plays going on that game. We had a big time DC come in, Rick Minner. He was in the NFL coach there for Quite some time, so we was playing a mean defense. First time our defense got some turnovers. We was playing great defense, but we had no turnovers. That game we had two alone, and so we really started the game off hot. Linebacker got a pick, so that started us off right. Had the right momentum, so we got scored first drive off of a pick turnover conversion. And West Florida was probably the best to this day, best quick game team I ever seen. Like quick game all day. Like they running slants, they this Hitches. They're just running a lot of quick games. So for us, coming into that game, we knew they had the better athletes, but we knew we had a better system. So we knew what type of game it was going to be. They beat us the year before. And it was like we had, a, we all got a trophy after the game and everything. So it was a big game. A lot of momentum going to it. But for me, the reason why it's so memorable, I had, I me personally, I feel like that was my best game ever. About eight tackles, about three tackles for loss. I had about two sacks forced fumble that i should have scooped and scored but we didn't recover so it was a lot of big plays going into that game but the reason why i remember it so much it comes down fourth quarter at halftime both teams score one and one not one and one but both teams scored a touchdown we convert so it's probably about i'll say we're up 20 to 21 Alright, so it's about final drive of the game. The game is a lot of momentum going on, as you guys can picture. There's just a lot of a lot happening, but a lot of key stops going on and they're converting. But it comes down to our final defensive drive. It's probably a big third and seven, and we get a sack. We all hyped up. We thinking game's over. We get a sack where they punt the ball. They punt the ball. Our offense go out. All they have to do is get one first down, game's over. Our offense goes out. We bring in our quarterback, who was not playing all game. He was got benched that game, but we brought him in to seal the game off. Like he's a vet, he's been there before, so let's bring him in to close this game out. His very first play, he does a zone read and he runs out of bounds. Clock stop. Clock stops right there. We're already on defense. Whole defense looking at him crazy. What did you doing? We need that ball. Ball keep going. So boom, he goes out. Next play. We fall short. I believe we end up getting to third and one. All right, then our coach, it's like probably eight seconds left. Coach calls clock it. Pretty much all that means is the wide receiver is gonna run a fade, and the quarterback's to throw it to him, but make sure it goes out of bounds. He does that, but <laughs> it end up being he ended up throwing it straight out of bounds. Therefore, it's a penalty on the flag on the field, and we get a 15 yard penalty. They go out there and kick a 45-yard field goal right down the middle. Game over 23-21. Mm. Worst way to lose. and re, It's just you play your best game, and you go out there and lose it like that. You'll never forget it, and you feel like that game is sealed. You gave the keys to offense, go out there, take us home, and it was a homecoming. It was a big game. A lot of fans there. It was probably our biggest game of the season, and they end up going to the – National championship game Jeez. that year, and we ended up that,
1: that season five and six. You, you said you were one of two Division two teams in Florida. How much traveling did you guys have to do? Oh man, like, we like all every week, every week.
2: So we traveled to Mississippi, we traveled to Alabama, we traveled to Georgia. So it was a lot of traveling for us, and it was all by bus, as yeah, you can imagine. AM. So, at minimum, trips was about eight hours. That's crazy. On a, why it's like not?
1: A good bus or like a sleeper bus? We can get like the bed. We had one time we get like the sleeper bus, which was nice, but then other times you just get a normal bus. Was it Oh, did. it
2: was a normal bus. Normal little Such charter much. bus. If you wasn't a starter or that guy, you was doubling up most of the time.
1: <laughs> 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 Let's say Miami. Everybody ain't got We got a sleeper bus one time. Everybody got up. Miami. Was, yeah. why,
0: why, not, why not on third and one run it and yeah. get the clock
2: going and okay. then you could you could rugby pun it or something or hey, do something to keep the clock going you know what I, I mean? don't know why we ain't do it I wish we would if we win that game they don't that's go crazy. to the state they don't go to the natty. they go to the natty. they end up losing they lost to a pretty good team but they made it there and that's a you know that's a wild decision to me <laughs> tell me about it I, that's crazy Bruce what you got man
0: hey. <laughs> so the, these two first guys they were a little bit of a young cast, so they dipped down into the Honeywell of yeah, they try play uh, as their playing career, and I think you and I are going to take it more from a coaching perspective. What has been your yeah. most coaching, memorable coaching. coaching? So this is this will be
3: my 26th year coaching football. Damn, so long time. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of memories, but I'm gonna go back to t- the year of 2014, my first year as head coach at Cananda Lincoln High School. Obviously, coached Donnie that year coach some of our other coaches on our staff currently but got hired in December of 2013 coming off a three and seven season coming into the season 2014 high expectations from myself and obviously our new staff we open with Uber Heights Wayne and gets blasted we got blasted at home 40 to nothing now to our defense Uber Heights Wayne is pretty good and go on and Lose Was rolling state. at that point. Rolling, yeah. go on and lose. They had a Division One guy at every level, especially defensively. D line guy Bravo plays Landers. at Landers. Landers Cox that plays at Ohio State. They had a linebacker go Big Ten. They had a safety went to Michigan, something like that. So we get rolled forty to nothing. At home, week two we go to we travel to Westfield South, lose that game, had some mishaps. Special teams wise, and end up losing that game. But we we roll off six in a row. So this game is it's Pick North at Pick North. Any Pickerton is a rival of Gahanna, so we're at Pick North. It's tie ball game, twenty four twenty four. We get the ball. We we have a couple good run plays that, that pick up chunks of yards. We're down to seconds left. We call a double pass. I think at the time, Coach Pruitt, who is the head offense coordinator currently at Pick North, was our offense coordinator. We call, I think it was called Detroit at the time. We throw it to a backup quarterback who's in the slot, throw it to him. He throws it to our number one receiver, Genesis Battle, who catches the ball. Wild catch. Yes, wild catch. And this team, man, we have two current NFL guys on there, Cheeseman, Jonathan Cooper, both on that team. So obviously, again, we throw the ball, double pass, catch him on that. Genesis makes an unbelievable catch, diving. I think he ends up flipping over top of himself on the catch, and then seconds left, we run our kicker out there. Now at this time, obviously, again, it's my first year. I've I've never at my point made a field goal at that point. So we run our kicker out there, and it's about a. This is all, as you get older, the tails get longer. I think it's fifty yards at this point. <laughs> I think actually it's probably like thirty-seven yard field goal. Tanner Hardy makes the field goal and it's just like pandemonium on the sidelines. Our strength coach, the biggest, strongest guy in our program. Bernardo Amerson's crying on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our seventh straight win. And again, taking over a program that went three and seven the year before with a bunch of talent to turn it around and at this point be seven and two at this point. It was just a tremendous accomplishment, momentum for us and our program. For me, as a head coach, that's probably one of the biggest wins I can remember in my in my lifetime.
1: That was when the playoffs, too, it wasn't as – I don't want to say not as easy to get in, but it was like – it wasn't. No, you didn't 16. say it. It wasn't as easy, wasn't to, get easy to get in. It wasn't as easy to get in the playoffs. It, yeah. so it was like everybody that game locked us into the playoffs. I mean, everybody but three teams makes it yeah. in now. It was, what, to top honest. eight back then, maybe? Yeah, top So eight. that game locked us in right there to the playoffs. If so we wouldn't won that game – with the last game, and uh, you don't know if you make the playoffs, and so that one locked us in, which is why it was. Yeah, and just
3: to complete the story, we go on and play Pick Central, yeah, um, yeah for the OCC
1: title, at
3: home, that. lose that game by a significant margin. Yeah. Turn around, play them a week later, at their place for first round of playoffs, and I think they score with a minute to go. The Mud Bowl game. To win 7-0. The mud seven bowl game the second every, time through. Every game at Big Central was a Mud Bowl yeah. late in the year. I saw that film from
0: back in the day.
3: I but they put up 30 on us one week, and then the seven seven days later, they put up seven. So even though we didn't win, it was still a win for our program and kind of set us in the right direction to do better things as we move forward. Big win in my career. Obviously, I won regional championship last year, and Won some we, games in Division we, One, we, but we, just being
0: the first year and we, we My bad. We used when I first came to the program. We, I said some U's and I's and we got on you, you got about, on it. Me about it. So I just want to correct you there and correct. say, correct
3: hey. you. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Correct me. We yes have we won a regional championship last year. Big moment in the program. Solidified let you know good hire. I, I'm biased, but good hire. <laughs> turn turn things around and got kids believing that Gahanna can win games and can be at the top again.
0: I think as we talked about it, my mind started to change a little bit. Obviously, you can never top winning a regional championship. You could sit here and easily say that is your most memorable game, and for many reasons it was. That's Unless you win the
3: state title. Right, yeah, yeah.
0: so that's basically been the pinnacle of our coaching career many of us so that in one way that is the most memorable i go another most memorable it could easily be defeating pick central for the first time so week 4 week 4 of this yeah. past year week 5 week 5 and it was just because how transformational it was for our team a little bit to that always been a team we, yeah. we it's hadn't like slaying a giant, right? Yeah, like it hadn't been, hadn't matched up well with them, haven't been able to handle it. That was so transformational for us. And I think when I thought about this topic, I think I thought about the highlight ESPN top 25-ish type game. And for me, I said it was, I think we agreed it was the 2017 Gehanna versus New Albany game. Okay, We're a young offense at that point in time. Our defense was really good that year. Planes going by. (laughs) That's why we're 614 headsets, baby. We're right next to the airport. You know how it goes. It was definitely a year where we knew the defense was our strength. In fact, you know the defense that year, I still got the crazy video when we beat Reynoldsburg when they were undefeated and the kids were throwing the water and going crazy and. Belly-flopping through the locker room. That was a massive win. But before that point, we were a young offense, new quarterback. We're on the road at New Albany. Hard program to play. Hard place to play. Like, New Albany Stadium's always hard to play at. We go there, and we have four turnovers in the first half. We had four turnovers in the first half. We're all looking at each other. What is going on? It's 21 nothing or 21-7 if my memory's right. We're asking each other. We're getting on, kids, and we're talking about what are we going to do. And we start rattling off a big second half, right? I'm going to press pause there, and I'm not going to tell you the rest. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to tell you what happened to me before that game. So before that game, we were going to have a cookout the next day so i went right after school i went downtown picked up a keg we were going to smoke some meat have a keg it was march we were going to have a great ohio state party i got the keg in the back of my car i get rear-ended i'm at the light i get rear-ended okay i hop out guy won't trade his information with me Dude smacked me, man. I'm like, come on. Like, we got and, and it was, I looked at I had things to do, right? It, like, yeah, I got, got things to do. And it wasn't bad. And I, I was trying to tell the guy, I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm not trying to nickel and dime you. I'm trying to make sure I don't drive down the road and my bumper falls off or a check engine light comes on so he won't trade with me. And so I'm sitting there. It was in the middle of a shift change with the Columbus police. A bunch of stuff went on that was way more important than a bump, uh, a fender bummer. And I'm waiting for hours and nobody would come. And I'm getting to the point. my wife had to come get the keg. I put the keg in the back of her car. Finally, this guy traded his information with me. And I don't get to the game until we're warming up. I'm getting there and we're warming up. How anxious are you at that point? Uh, my anxiety is going <laughs> through the roof, man. I thought I was going to miss this whole game. So already, I don't know about you, but as a player, if I ever did it, I liked having more time. Take my time, go through my pre-game, routine. go through stuff. My routine, absolutely. My routine was all thrown off. I'm behind the eight ball, I'm scrambling, I'm going crazy. The, game, the first half was awful, like four turnovers, man. Like, it, typically, and we've done this a lot, where we're talking about next year, it, it's something like three or four turnovers you have an 86 or higher percent chance to win the game. You know what I mean? And so we have these four turnovers, and then we come out. We have a big second half, and it goes to double overtime. And we're all looking at each other. We get to double overtime, and uh, we're looking at each other. What do we do? You know what I mean? It was uh, We got to double overtime, and I think we were literally fourth and 15 or fourth and something crazy, right? And uh, Bruce is looking at me. And it was literally, it was sandball, man. Literally, I just said, here we go. And we put our best player in the slot. We went three by one. And we drew up a play in the dirt and it worked. And the ball went up in the air and this kid caught the ball on the one yard line. And it was just one of those ones where he caught it, back turned and just fought it through in and we won. And it was the wildest thing in the world to see us come back from that point, the craziness of it, the being in the moment, and you're just drawing up a play because you think it's your best chance. And it really solidified to me as a young coach never losing sight of, at the end of the day, if you're going to lose, you're going to lose. You're going to win or lose just trying to go to your best player. And you can live with either outcome. Like at the end of the day, like people are going to say what they want to say. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to get the ball to your best player, n- nothing can go wrong. You're either going to win or you're going to lose. But as a play caller, you're going to sit there and be like, I gave my team the best chance to try to win at that point in time. And to see that game take off, and, and honestly, is a pretty pivotal game. I don't know what happens that season if we don't win that game. We lost week one. I can't remember who we played week two, but it was a young team trying to get the ball rolling. Was that David? So, the, to, to clarify for. David for, No, David Jarrell. was the year before. Uh, for yeah. Coach Stout, yeah. it was 2018. 2018.
3: <laughs> and it was Elder week one. Elder week one. Kaufman okay. week two. Oof. Kaufman week two. And Kaufman, that, did we was, win or did we lose? Was, we lost to Kauf. We lost to Elder and Kaufman. But it the Kaufman, at, close, right? Kaufman. It was close. The Kaufman game was close, right? It was close game wise. Score ended up being 38 25. I was at yeah. that Elder game week one. I remember
1: but that. But it was like
3: back and forth the entire game. Yeah. Week three, we beat a Springboro team yep. at home, and then we go to New Albany, who is like neighbors with us. And what Stout didn't tell you is that our best player at that time was our running back who caught the ball. Yeah. like That is shoelaces. Like the ball dropped, shot, caught his shoelaces, and backed into the end zone. they never been at receiver Like an either. unbelievable we comeback. There. Week four, we haven't used him at a receiver much that yet so far that year. But – yeah, unbelievable comeback. They ran off a string of wins for us after that.
1: Ghana and New Albany, that wasn't a thing back before what, like 2017, 2018? No, New
3: Albany has always been a smaller school. Yeah. Never really competed with Ghana, but as they started to grow develop they started to grow. Yep. Even now, my neighbor's a, Gahanna, a New Albany coach who still thinks they shouldn't comp- be able to compete in, in Division One, but we – we beat. We had a tough game with them last year in the regional finals. Mm-hmm. We were talking in the yard the other day. He was like, I don't know if we're, we could compete with St. Ed's. I was like, well, you, you almost had to. If you'd have won the game between us, you'd, our regional final game, you'd have played them. I think New Albany still looks at themselves as a small school, but they're good. They're good, and they do some things that – well, that type
0: of offense, if you run it really well and efficiently, is built Deadly. for long football and yeah. kind of deep in the playoff runs if you're good with it. Same I'm,
1: thing, with, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, with like Army. Army could beat any college football team out there. If and that any are prepared for that. Like, yeah. it's, it's They'll beat tough. you any day. Army versus Oklahoma a couple of years ago. I don't remember if it was Kyler Murray or if it was Baker when they were, Oklahoma was highly ranked and Army took them to like overtime. Yeah. that Those type of teams with that offense can beat – Anybody, if they're not prepared for it. Anybody. Coach Davis, as a young coach, what is
0: something you've taken from your playing time that's impacted you
2: or molded you into who you are right now? Molded me as a young coach that I took, I would say just being there for my players. I feel like early on that I always had to make sure that, I had great coaches around me. I did play for Coach Ward. He did have the benefit of coaching me, so he's honored for that. But, but yeah, just being there for my players, just I always wanted to make sure that I can look at a player and I can, A, be hard on him, and B, coach him how he needs to be coached. Where we can have real honest conversations, and we don't have to... It don't have to be if that's my coach and I can't have that conversation with him. I want to be able to coach him as a player, but also make sure he can be a better young man. I love it. Hey, that's a great, that's a great, that's some memorable games. I'm pissed.
0: The old timers left. I want to get some old timer perspective, but they all left. So they don't respect us. I don't know. No, man, they left, man. Hey, I love it. That's a great talk, man.